Utility Tractor is versatile and can help you with any task. This 0% zero money down offer won't last forever. Visit the team of experts or check out the inventory online at DeerEquipment.com. That's D-E-E-R Equipment.com. Hey Sheridan, it's Laura with your Main Street Project update. Where has the summer gone? With five months behind us and two to go, this project is in its last phase for the construction season. Main Street from Dow to Alger is open. Due to the construction associated with the remodel of the Katy Building, East Alger will remain closed to through traffic. West Alger is open. Main Street from Alger to Laux is now closed to traffic. The intersection of Laux Street remains open. As always, there's plenty of parking a short, heart healthy walk for Main Street. The Gould Street parking lot is a great option. Whether you're walking or driving, watch for detours and keep a watchful eye out for those pedestrians navigating their way to our fabulous downtown businesses. Pedestrians, as you're navigating the sidewalks through the closure area, watch for temporary water lines that cross the sidewalk, as well as occasional sidewalk detours where we are upgrading them to meet ADA requirements. Our next public meeting will be August 30th, 1.30, ERA Carroll Realty, second floor. Questions, comments, or concerns? Give me a call, 674-2356. Thank you for your patience and understanding. Are you finally ready to build your dream home? Hi, I am Brittany Gerzalka, First Northern Bank of Wyoming, here to assist you with finding your lot and constructing your dream home. First Northern Bank has competitive rates, 12-month interest-only loans, with a one-time origination fee from lot to long-term financing. Our local process ensures fast approvals, in-house draw process, and local inspections for no additional fees. First Northern Bank, making your dream home a reality. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS 449286. This Labor Day weekend, save big at Moss Holders Design Center. For just four days, Moss Holders has recliners and three-piece dining sets starting at $299. Sofas start at $399. Moss Holders also has three different end tables for just $89. Not only does Moss Holders have great door busters, but every single purchase qualifies for savings store-wide. Find a new mattress, sectional, or bedroom group. In stock or special order, everything is on sale. That's Moss Holders Labor Day Sale this Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Monday. Moss Holders, furniture is our passion. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program, brought to you by First Federal Bank and Trust. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whitey. Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse. Now this morning I am joined by the team at the Sheridan Community Land Trust. The Director of Marketing and Development for the Land Trust, Chris Verba, will be sitting with us for the whole show. And joining us for the first part is Recreation Program Manager, Jared Keoning, and History Program Manager, Kevin Knapp. All right. So uh, did I say that name right? Uh, it's Jared Koenig. 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 All right. Uh, I'll get it right on the next. I, I'm sorry, Floyd. I forgot to give you the handy-dandy pronunciation <laughs> okay. keys on that it's, one. It's like all right. Would. Great morning, though, right? It is. It's actually really nice outside. Chris, have you gotten out uh, and been able to get up to the mountains this year? Let me tell you about that, Floyd. Tell me about that real quick. So I I, uh, I just got back from uh, seeing someone incredibly special to me uh, back out. Uh, I call it my East Coast office at this point. Yeah. It features a cat that jumps up on the table sometimes. Um, but I had an opportunity Friday night in, you know, this is the example of our beautiful Bighorn's backyard and why it's so magical sometimes. Uh, so... You know, I needed to get my mountain fixed, so I headed up to the North Tongue as as an angler needing a fix might do. 
And as I pull in at my first stop where I know I'm going to catch a fish, or at least I think I'm going to, or well, I mean, at least I'm going to pray to the willows that I might. Here's this big bull moose just standing right exactly where I want to fish munching away at the willows not a care in the world and i got to sit there and i watched him for about 15 minutes um got some fantastic video that i took for my nieces and nephews back home in iowa and uh you know also got to learn that uh, the back end of a moose works about the same way as the back end of a hippo <laughs> i didn't know before until then but they man they really like to fan around a lot yeah uh so after that i you know went to a different spot got into one really nice cutty it finally grabbed an adams uh unfortunately there weren't a lot of things rising up there however as i was walking back to my car i got a look out and i finally saw my first black bear of the season he oh, came wow. down out of the pine trees and was walking along and scampering so I took, of course i took a video of that too absolutely um, but yeah i mean it was just one of those like you know the temperature was great uh, you know, the weather was fantastic, and it was just a magical Friday night. Um, uh, you know, I guess I, as I put it to my family, I can I could barely contain my excitement. So I must tell them <laughs> about how it was a fantastic fly day on the North Tongue. You're going you're gonna to be a great dad, my friend. You, get, you got those dad jokes coming out nice and thick. That's nice what now. being an uncle is all about. <laughs> all right. Now, uh, moving on to Jared. Uh, how long have you been with SCLT? Well, uh, this time around, I've been with the Land Trust since the beginning of May. And before that, I've, I was with the Land Trust for a long time, volunteering as well as working for the Land Trust about, about five years ago. Um, so I've got... Uh, and long, a little bit longer tenure with uh, the land trust, and uh, really just do enjoy the work that I do here. Now, recreation program manager, what what exactly does that entail? What are your duties? Well, I oversee all of our trails, all of the natural path trails that we have, as well as the water trails, and then as well as uh, some other recreation items here and there. We're going to start seeing what we can do to develop out some wintertime recreation because my my position will be a year-round full-time position. So this winter, I'm going to be getting my feet into the snow and seeing what we can do here out on the trails with a little bit of snow out there, hopefully. Snowshoeing, cross-country, that kind of thing? Yes, absolutely. Maybe even some fat biking. Um, you know, it's all going to depend on the weather and what uh, you know what shows up. Maybe we can do some ice skating out on the creek. Who knows? I heard rumors that it's supposed to be another heavy winter, another heavy one coming down with a lot of snow. We'll have to see what uh, what comes of that. That sounds but, fantastic, right? It, it, in in certain ways, it really does. The drive over is kind of a pain, but it's great for like snowshoeing getting back in there into the woods into those trails being able to utilize these this massive trail system in the middle of the winter is going to be a big advantage so are you kind of taking ideas now or, or are you sitting around kind of developing these things uh so right now it's we're still in the thick of our summer work and taking care of a lot of maintenance issues out on the trails taking care of putting up some new signage uh, and getting some old uh, old lines flagged out for construction later on into the future. And so we're still doing a lot of summer work right now, but here into the winter we will start developing some of that out. So, Jared, what's, uh, what's some of that big finish work you're doing right now? 
Well, some of the finished work that we're doing is on uh, some of the already established trails, uh, such as the ones up on Red Grade, putting in some signage up there to make those trailheads a little bit more inviting, as well as doing a lot of finished work on our brand new trail, our community's newest trail out of the Kendrick Golf Course. Uh, we don't have a name for it yet, but it's about 1.8 miles of new trail that you can get out and and work on and we're finishing that with uh, volunteers right now all the trail is all finished except for the hand finishing work which we are doing every tuesday evening at six o'clock uh, jared did the precipitation at the beginning of the summer did that damage any trails oh absolutely it so did. yep we have the you know the damage that does come along with just regular erosion and regular trail usage um, but then there were just some spots where we had never seen water before that was pooling on the trails or just seeping out of the hillside or where it's flooding say down in the malcolm wallet park where we've got the green room trail there were parts of that trail that were just flooded over with water for a couple of weeks at a time um, so we did a lot of maintenance i you know maintenance issues uh, where we're say armoring the trail here and there putting in some some rock to keep the trail from eroding digging out drains that just keep plugging back up but uh, that's one of the things that we do out here on uh, the recreation program is you know get those trails maintained and make sure that people get out on them and use them as quickly as they can after those rains and after those water events so hopefully going forward in the future the trails will be surviving a lot better uh, judging by some of this moisture that we've been having and some of the changes that we've made. Now, Chris, is this new Kendrick Golf Course Trail, uh, are, are we taking, is this the one that we're taking suggestions yeah. for as far as names? How does someone throw their, their name in the hat? Well, uh, y'all can email me. My email is chris at Sheridan clt like community land trust.org you can always call our office that's uh, 307-673-4702 uh or you can add us on the social medias right you know uh find us on facebook or instagram and you can always uh send us a message that way too it'll it'll get to me that way and jared one more question i'll quit picking on you you're doing a fantastic job <laughs> the connecting people with the outdoors what is it about that about this job this position itself that you really love um i mean is it just the outdoor aspect is it being out there in the mountains working on trails well for me it's uh you know i'm an outdoor person so i love getting out and enjoying the you know the wonderful opportunities that we have here but the other part of it is the community and we have a really great community that is really engaged and dedicated to the trails and the recreation opportunities that we have around here so being able to just get out and experience these opportunities that there are people they drive hundreds of miles and days to get here to experience some of these things and if we've got them right outside our backyard it's almost a shame not to use them and so i, I really love being able to do that and help my fellow community members get out and enjoy those as well as well as meeting some of those really dedicated and interesting community members we have a really great community and a really great community opportunity for outdoor recreation here now i'll tell you uh it and what you do is absolutely vital every branch of local government i've spoken to has said those trails bring people in 
that's a huge contributor to our economy locally. A lot of people might not know that or understand what an impact that is. But having those trails really does bring a lot of people to town, which brings a lot of money for our our small businesses around here. So thanks for the hard work that you do. I'm going to move on over here to Kevin. How long have you been with uh, the Sheridan Community Land Trust? So it's uh, just about two months right now. Oh, you're so, are you the new guy? Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Still learning where the bathrooms are at. That's usually what, that's how Bob calls it. Uh, now, tell us a bit about the history on Soldier Ridge Trail. Sure. So that's our new self-guided uh, mobile audio, audio tour. So it's a... It uses a, an app called Travel Stories GPS, uh, the same setup we have if anyone's done the Black Diamond driving tour that's been uh, a part of uh, our offerings for, for years now. Uh, so it's, it's a similar sort of deal where you download the Travel Stories GPS app, you go out to Soldier Ridge Trail, you turn your app on in the, in the parking lot, and as soon as you uh, start walking down the trail, the GPS points you cross will trigger some audio stories telling you about the history. Um, you know, some, some very specific history about that particular location, uh, maybe some more general history about, uh, you know, Indian cultures and, and uh, events like that. But also, you know, there's stuff about wildlife and the landscape in there. So it's, uh, you, you take as long as you want uh, to go through it. And uh, it's like having your own little tour guide with you. These things are absolutely ingenious. Um, I've seen them used in the larger museums in bigger cities. You just kind of take the the device, put it up next to your ear. I think now they have earphones for some. And you walk around at your own pace. Mm -hmm. And when you're standing in front of a particular object or painting or whatever, you hit a number and it tells you all about it. This is a great way to get you outside. Uh, this is something that I guarantee I will probably use in the future <laughs> because I love that kind of thing. You know, this trail, the history of this trail, uh, the events that have happened around this trail. There's pictures involved with it. There's uh, little markers so you mm-hmm. know the approach that you're actually going to take and uh, when you're going to get to what. I think these things are great. Mm-hmm. Now, tell me about the Iron Riders grant. What is that? Okay, well, so uh, this is also going to be an audio tour. It's it's uh, a grant that we got from the National Trust for Historic Preservation and, and specifically the African American Action Fund. Uh, so it's a grant uh, that we got specifically to design an audio tour based on an event called uh, the Iron Riders or the Great Bicycle Experiment. The Bicycle Corps uh, made of 20 guys from the 25th Infantry Regiment uh, based out of Fort Missoula in 1897. They were uh, experimenting with bicycles for military uh, infantry movements. And they went, they, they spent 41 days traveling from Fort Missoula to St. Louis on 60 pound iron bikes uh, through all kinds of weather. And so it's, a, it's an epic story all on its own. It but, really is. But we get to have a small part of it in that they came right through here from Parkman to Arveda, spent a couple days in Sheridan County. Uh, and the sh- had lunch at the Sheridan Inn. So it's it's very relevant to our local history, but also something that most people wouldn't have heard of before. Yeah. So we really want to celebrate that. And so that grant um, gave us the money to develop uh, a driving tour. You could take your bike on it, and I imagine some bicyclists would like to. Oh, that to. would be great, right? <laughs> kind of following their trail. Exactly. It just means there's uh, longer spaces between, you know, it takes you longer to get from spot to spot. So it's it's technically officially a driving trail. Uh, and we're working on the um, 
the specifics of it, where exactly all the sites are, and and I'll be looking for volunteers to help me with that uh, sort of research and and site uh, development and things like that over the next year. So in June we will be unveiling the Iron Riders audio tour, and I, I'd like to make it sort of a big deal. Get get you know not just the tour involved maybe have some bicyclists out there with us we're going to work on making it a, a kind of a big grand unveiling now kevin you know you're you're throwing out like a lot of great information obviously you know your history is that kind of the the uh, drive that you had to get this position oh yes yeah <laughs> yeah i was a i was a freelancer actually would uh, like Jared, I spent a lot of time in the previous years, like volunteering and and coming to events put on by SCLT, and so I was an admirer, anyways. Yeah. And so it was just a thing where I, I was compelled to to try and throw my hat in the ring for this because oh, it's, it's, it's great it's for me. Yeah, <laughs> it's great to see, and it's great that you know I'll bet Carrie knows. Hey, the program is in safe hands, and I think <laughs> it's safe and capable hands. Thank you. So, well, I want to thank you because like just that information right there, it's not just that you know the history you have enthusiasm about it (laughs) and that's really what it's required to you know amp up the crowd get everyone excited about this it's a historical event i just love history but uh jared kevin i want to thank you both for taking time to come in and speak with us today i'm going to jump to a commercial and we're going to uh, get some more sheridan community land trust folks in here we will be right back with megan kent and Rebecca Ash. You're listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Are you tired of dealing with complicated bank switches? At First Federal Bank and Trust, we understand that where you bank matters and switching to the right bank should be a breeze. Introducing ClickSwitch, your ultimate solution to hassle-free direct deposit transfers. With ClickSwitch, we automatically move your recurring direct deposits from your old account to your new account. It's simple, safe, and takes just minutes. When you bank with First Federal, you're not just a customer. You're a valued member of the community. We take pride in living and working right alongside you, contributing to the growth of our local economy. First Federal Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Heads up, whether it's at work, at home, or play, take a few seconds to look up and locate any overhead power lines. When working outside, be sure to keep yourself and any tools or equipment you're using at least 10 feet away. Teach your children to fly kites or toys in areas away from overhead power lines. And do not attempt to remove anything that has become tangled with a line. Always assume an overhead power line is energized and dangerous. A safety message brought to you by Montana Dakota Utilities. In the community to serve. You know that old saying that people that live in stone houses shouldn't throw glasses? Well, the same goes for the guy who swears at his poor before because it don't run right. Handos. You heard me. Handos Service Center will take the cussing out of you and your poor before's relationship. Bring that bad boy in and get it tuned up. Fixed up and accessorized so it gets you where you want to go and then back again. Don't bark up the wrong tree. Bark up the right tree. Handos Service Center on Sheridan's Heartland Drive. Heads up, whether it's at work, at home, or play, take a few seconds to look up and locate any overhead power lines. When working outside, be sure to keep yourself and any tools or equipment you're using at least 10 feet away. Teach your children to fly kites or toys in areas away from overhead power lines. And do not attempt to remove anything that has become tangled with a line. Always assume an overhead power line is energized and dangerous. A safety message brought to you by Montana Dakota Utilities. In the community to serve. 
this is Ken here at Prime Rate Motors. We understand everybody's situation is different. Not everyone that comes to Prime Rate Motors is looking for a new vehicle. We also sell and install GR brand flatbed conversions and Krogman bale feeders. Looking for a trailer? We offer a complete line of GR, Wilson, Merritt, flatbeds, stock trailers, even tandem axle enclosed cargo trailers. Stop in. Let's work something out. Here at Prime Rate Motors, the Super Trailer Store, or PrimeRateMotors.com. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, proudly brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. This morning, we're speaking with the team at Sheridan Community Land Trust. With me for the duration of the show is the Director of Marketing and Development, Chris Verba. For the second part, we are joined by Sheridan Community Land Trust Conservation Director, Megan Kent, and Conservation Intern, Rebecca Ash. Good morning, ladies, and welcome to the show. Good morning. Good morning. Now, uh, could you give us just a brief overview, Megan? Because you and I have talked about this in the past. And I've, I've said this. I just said it. I feel like some individuals would take advantage of this conservation program if they really understood it fully. And I know that we don't have a, a lot of time together. But if you could give me a brief overview of what this program is and what its intents and goals are. Yeah, absolutely. So the conservation program at Sharon Community Land Trust, um, we're focused on working with landowners all across Sheridan County. So we, we do that in a couple of ways. Um, our main one, the one that we've done the longest, is with conservation easements. Um, conservation easement, if you're not familiar, what that is, is it's an agreement between the land trust, and we're just a nonprofit, um, and the landowner in which the landowner says, you know, I want my land to stay in ag forever. I want to stay wildlife habitat forever. I don't want to become a subdivision. And so they give up the development rights to the land trust, and we hold those development rights and make sure that those honors or wishes are honored. So that's the big one. Um, we work with quite a few families across the county because once we take on that conservation easement, we do hold it forever, and we check in with the families and see how things are going. Um, the other thing we do is we're calling them our conservation initiatives. And so these are sometimes on public, public land, mostly on private land. And it might be you're a landowner who you don't know if a conservation easement is right for you or not, and that's okay. It's a very personal decision. Um, but we still want to be able to help you with your property. So with wildlife-friendly fencing, we've been working to remove fences that are in the way of habitat connectivity. Um, and these are places where a landowner might recognize, hey, we used to use that fence. The way we run things now, we don't need it, and it's in the way for wildlife. It's in the way for our cattle. Um, and we can take volunteers and we remove it. We've also started to do fence modifications, where maybe it is a fence that still needs to be there for the operation, but we can make it easier for wildlife to pass through. So with those, what we've done so far is basically just bringing up that bottom wire on a four-wire fence, uh, or changing a five-wire fence to a four-wire, bringing it up high enough that antelope can get through but still working for cattle, and then lowering that top wire some so that animals can jump over easier while still working for the operation. And I'm really excited. We, um, within our initiatives, we've just got started with our water projects. Um, so that's, we brought Rebecca Ash on as our conservation intern. She's really running those. 
Uh, do you want to tell more about what we're doing there? Yeah, Rebecca, if you would, please. Uh, water projects, water, such a vital resource, especially out here in the arid Wyoming parts. Yeah, um, so I guess one of the biggest things is that my main goal um, within my internship is making sure you reach out all the different like groups of people because water it connects a lot of things together including like a community and like everyone and keeps things alive and stuff so um, one of the things that um, were already developed when I came into this position was the um, water supply report and so that kind of it covers different like how much water is in like the reservoirs the main reservoirs up on the mountain so that'd be really great for like anglers to like refer to or even like if you're just wanting to know like oh what's it going to be like and then also um it also covers like different weather prediction uh predictions yeah predictions <laughs> and get. vegetation and stuff on like the drought prediction so it's all these informations it's just taking all the usda databases and combining it in a really simple format so it's easy to like find all this information on um and then another thing that i've been working on it's been like a huge focus is working on what's called z dikes and so these are um low-tech restoration methods and it's basically strategically putting rock in um to erosion spots like head cuts gullies and incisions and it's it's all focused on protecting those like green belts in your pastures and so that water doesn't drain out because a lot of that causes like even like gets stuck in an old cattle trail all of a sudden you start getting a gully forming and then bam your like recession plan is going to turn into like more sagebrush instead of like more of that like grassland like water riparian tepper areas my wife and i took the dog down to the creek uh over the weekend and they had a an aqua uh what do they call it an aqua engineer someone who understands this kind of thing go through that entire creek it was a huge city project over in buffalo and where the creek bends there's a series of rocks that are placed and they look natural but you know that they were intentionally placed there to slow that water down as it hits that corner to prevent that type of erosion so some of these z dike techniques that you're using are just that but scaled down a little bit so that your ditch, maybe your bar ditch or smaller creek, doesn't get washed away. It, or maybe go off into a direction that you don't want it to. Because eventually, water eats just about everything away, doesn't it? These are actually out in wet meadows, Floyd. So we're looking at like... Yeah, uh, so it's not necessarily like the, like these Z-Dike projects aren't necessarily what would be, say, in your irrigation ditch. But they're actually where your water is kind of pooling out in meadows in different places. So uh, I, I guess I shouldn't talk too much about that because I am not the expert on that. But Rebecca over here is. So what makes a, what makes a wet meadow a little bit different, say, from like a creek or, or the start of an irrigation ditch or anything like that? And why are they important, Rebecca? Yeah, so a wet meadow, um, I guess, good point. So... Working with this, it's a lot to do, not like on your main waterways, but it's like your ephemeral draws, or even just like um, those areas where say you got a hill, and like that water and that snow melt, as it melts, it's gonna come over, and it's gonna fill that bottom, that low point, right? But a lot of times, and so then that's what creates that wet meadow, or like that vegetation, that grass, that forage down in that bottom, which is important for like everything from wildlife to like grazing livestock and stuff. Um, it keeps that grass green and it helps it grow. But when that water, say it gets stuck in like 
uh, old trail or like something like that or like a head cut starts forming, that water doesn't have time to kind of just sit on that bottom and sink down into that soil. And the soil acts like a sponge. And so as the like weather, the temperatures get hotter, that grass is still going to grow because they have a lot of like soil, I mean moisture is still in that soil. And so it's all about trying to like, I guess think about how can I keep that sponge full so that that area is going to still be productive once the like rainy season cuts off. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And in Wyoming, water's definitely a scarcity, and that's really important for supporting like everything in those wet meadows. So usually, like think about z dikes and like your fields and pastures on them valley bottoms, and where they'd be more applied versus like used on like a stream. That would be more like going into like beaver dam analogs and different like stream specific restoration but you're right on the fact that that rock does slow that water force down because it's all about slowing that water down and catching that sediment with z dikes so that vegetation in those areas that have eroded can reestablish, as well as like not continue to erode off and really add to uh, the nutrients that is required for vegetation around that area yeah that's fascinating uh, and something I haven't really heard of as of yet. I, I automatically went to the, the, you know, the creek engineering because that's, that's amazing. And so are, are, are individuals taking advantage of this program right now? Yeah, it's been really exciting because I came into the position and they, it was kind of like, oh, so here's a Z-Deck, figure out, like, read about it and try to, like, here's some funding and stuff that we have to be able to help landowners with it. But it's been really exciting. I've been working up in the Tongue River watershed kind of closer up by like Dayton Ranchester area and there's been some landowners with like a lot of interest so I've been going out and working with them and what I've been doing is I'll survey the land and look for like different spots of erosion and then put together a project proposal and then from there we can talk about like ways that some of the funding options that we have available and within our budget and then also we're hoping to be able to get a grant to be able to cover all those expenses so then it's like just benefits for the landowners and for conservation stuff as well. Oh, that's amazing. So no cost to the landowners in the uh, if we can get these grants in the future? Possibly. Possibly. <laughs> we'll, we'll leave that one right there. Possibly into the future. Uh, it, Megan, real quick, could you tell me about the River Ranch Road conservation easement? Yeah, absolutely. So the River Ranch Road conservation easement, we... That easement went into place at the end of July, um, and it had been a project that was, well, frankly, it was many years in the work. Um, it had been started before I came here. So for that one, we were working, um, it was in the newspaper recently, you can also find it on our website. We're working with Bill Benzel and Chris Corfanta. They have, it's a, you know, about 130 acre homestead out by Ranchester that they, I think Chris told me the story of, you know, they had, come to the Sheridan area forever ago and they were looking for land, looking for a place to buy. And she came on this property, Bill wasn't even with her and she fell in love with it. And she was like, this has to be the spot. And it's, um, they built their own home on it. It's this like earth made home that's really neat with solar panels everywhere. Oh wow. Solar heating. They raised their kids there. Um, it's quite a bit of hay fields and some dry land behind it. But it's really just a nice property that's next to another one of our conservation easements. So together, those two, it creates some connectivity for all the wildlife that go through there. And it's also protecting some of that traditional uses in that Tongue River Valley that 
we all, I think we all value, um, and so many other people moving here value as well. So we see it as a really nice way to kind of protect the character of how that area has been, acknowledging that it's also changing. Now, if we look at future uses of a conservation uh, easement, if generations down the line, the kids say, I'm done farming. I have no ambition to do anything that my father did. I want to move on. Um, can can they do that? I mean, they own the land, but they have the easement. Uh, is that something that can be canceled or, or withdrawn <laughs> from in the future? So the easement stays with the land. They absolutely can sell it. They can say, you know, we life takes us different directions. We're moving. We're putting the farm up for sale. What happens, though, is that that 130 acres is going to stay 130 acres. Um, and what's really nice about that is I think anyone trying to buy a farm around here recently knows that there's a lot of pressure for development. And so you're competing a little bit as you're looking for your ag land with that development pressure. And what that's going to do is when they sell this property, we don't have any hand in who they sell it to. That's free market. We don't have a hand in the price they get for it. Um, but whoever buys it isn't competing with developers. So they can sell the land knowing it's going to stay in agriculture, or at least going to stay open space. Um, and the new people can come on and they can take over the operation. Right on. Fantastic. So there's always going to be farms. Yes, exactly. In Sheridan because of these <laughs> easements. And that's, that's a comforting thought. Uh, i got to take a quick commercial break. Megan, Rebecca, thank you both for coming in and speaking with us this morning. It's always a pleasure, my friend. Thanks for having us. All right, when we come back, we're going to be joined by the Executive Director for the Sheridan Community Land Trust, Brad Bauer. Talk about this year's In Blue. You're listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Sheridan. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media as part of their community commitment. Story Banner Community Food Pantry is receiving these funds per random drawing. We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment. Member FDIC. Attention all students and parents. As the back-to-school season approaches, Atlas Chiropractic understands how important it is to start the year off on the right foot. The local expert, Dr. Colin Hardy, is a caring and experienced chiropractor. At Atlas Chiropractic, whether you're a student carrying a heavy backpack all day or a parent dealing with the stress of the back-to-school rush, Dr. Hardy is dedicated to helping students of all ages and parents achieve their best potential by promoting optimal spinal health and overall well-being. Atlas Chiropractic has the latest state-of-the-art equipment and techniques that will provide safe and effective treatments from back to neck pain to headaches and fatigue. Say goodbye to those uncomfortable aches and hello to an energized and focused school year. Call 672-6000 to book your appointment. That's 672-6000. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to start the school year off right with Dr. Colin Hardy at Atlas Chiropractic. 
Hi, this is Colton Bates with the Best Real Estate Team, and I'm curious, do you love your home? If so, great. We hope you continue to cherish what you can call yours. But if you had conversations with people who say that the right home for them is hopeless, the market has its challenges, but we don't want your friends, family, and people you know to feel like home ownership is impossible. So we're asking, do you know anyone looking for a new situation, whether it's their first home or a new home? Best is here to provide creative ideas and help those you know feel more prepared and hopeful than ever before. Call me Colton at 675-BEST or visit bestwi.net for all of your real estate needs. Proudly brokered by eXp. This is Dan with Captain Clean. If you find water inside your home, don't panic. Captain Clean is always on standby 24-7. Our trained and certified experts and staff will help you start to finish. From identifying the issue, extracting water, detecting moisture deep within your walls, ceilings, and floors, to utilizing state-of-the-art equipment and techniques that ensure your home is completely dry and feels new again. Call Captain Clean today at 672-0726 and don't let unexpected water ruin your day. Champion Funeral Home is dedicated to providing compassionate and personalized service to your families. They provide support, personable care, and affordable prices to Sheridan and Johnson County and surrounding areas. Champion Funeral Home has been family-owned and operated since 1911. They will comfort you in your time of need and provide your family with a meaningful tribute to your loved one. Contact Champion Funeral Home at championfh.com or call 674-6369. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, proudly brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. This morning, we're speaking with the team at Sheridan Community Land Trust. And with me for the third part of the show is the Director of Marketing and Development, Chris Verba. For the third part, uh, joining us is SCLT Conservation Director Megan Kent and the Executive Director for the Sheridan Community Land Trust, Brad Bauer. Good morning, Brad, and welcome back to the show, my friend. Yeah, thanks, Floyd. Thanks for having us. Now, good. On September 9th, at the Whitney Center for the Arts, Sheridan Media, and the Sheridan Community Land Trust will be presenting In Bloom 2023. And uh, Brad, let's just jump right into this. What is In Bloom? Yeah, so In Bloom is our our annual fundraiser. It's our third year doing, uh, doing In Bloom now. We've always done it at Sheridan College. It always features some interesting speaker. That's the key part of it, you know, and it's, uh, this year we're going to have Dr. Matt Kaufman. He's the co-founder of the Wyoming Migration Initiative. He's a professor down there at University of Wyoming. And he's going to come and talk about uh, wildlife movement across Wyoming and, and probably more broadly as well. So things like mule deer, moose, elk, all those big fun critters that we enjoy and, you know, appreciate living here in Wyoming. And, and they're large movements they do their migrations their, uh, isn't it one of the largest migrations yeah, in the world it's fascinating yeah it's really you know like and uh, so i grew up in eastern iowa this is like mind-blowing sort of stuff that you know these critters are, are moving across the landscapes are moving across ranches and around communities through communities under fences over fences over overpasses under highways wow yeah. Pretty cool stuff with the, what these critters are doing, you know, to, to follow this. And season. one hell of a trek. I mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> through yeah, all of that yeah, to yeah, get to their yeah. destination. Yeah, and they're not doing it with, you know, aid stations of food. <laughs> GPS, <laughs> yeah, right? GPS, yeah, exactly. So so it, it'll be really fascinating. And I, I really are in bloom. It is a fundraiser, so there's always a fundraising component to it. But it's free as well. So, you know, there's not, you don't have to buy a table, you don't have to buy a chair. It is free and open to the public, and that's been really important to the to land trust to make sure that 
this community event is a community event that everybody can come to. And not only can you come for free and enjoy it for free, but if you do uh, make it on September 9th there at Whitney College, or at Sheridan College at the, in the Whitney Center of the Arts, uh, you'll be entered into our, our door prize. So door prize is new this year. We've never done a door prize You want to get YO'd, Floyd? <laughs> <laughs> I've been YO'd. It's pretty nice. <laughs> well, you can ride on into In Bloom. All you got to do is come through our shoot on Saturday, September 9th, and you will be entered into a drawing for four tickets to the 24, 2024 Sheridan YO Rodeo. If you win that, you also get a cap, too. Oh, fantastic. Uh, like a YO, uh, Sheridan YO cap? Absolutely. And, you know, the cool part about that is, uh, you know, you'll get that cap, uh, you know, we may not have any cattle, but if you do win, our uh, one of our auction items is 25 pounds of premium padlock beef. So, uh, you know, you can get all hat and cattle as well. <laughs> I was waiting, well, I that was was, waiting for that's all nice, this right? Yeah. <laughs> but that's, you know, that's not our only uh, opportunity. So, I, I mean, that door prize, that drawing's happening. It's going to be awesome. You also have an opportunity to get some fantastic art, uh, some great jewelry. Uh, Justin Masser's uh, putting, donating us a bracelet. Uh, we haven't even seen what that finished product is going to look like yet, but we know we'll have it come Saturday, September 9th. And I tell you what, every year he donates jewelry to help uh, RN Bloom and, and help connect more people to land, history, nature, the outdoors, and most importantly, the places you love here in Sheridan County. Absolutely. Uh, it, it, you know, it's a fantastic chance uh, there that you can get that jewelry. We also have um, uh, Weatherby has donated a 12-gauge bot uh, element bottomland shotgun. Uh, so you have an opportunity to get that there. Uh, we also have some incredible uh, hand-tied flies. Uh, from uh, Frank F. Johnson. Uh, he tied them in 1985. Oh, wow. And these are, uh, you know, I guess like, you, you know, certainly like if I'm tying a fly, <laughs> I, the fish probably not going to take it. Frank, on the other hand, was a uh, recognized as the best fly tire uh, in the country wow. <laughs> at one point in time. He he racked up quite a few wards. He was a, a guide up on the Bighorn River, and uh, you know a, a, a local legend here in the community. And these flies are incredibly intricate, hand tied. Uh, you know, multiple different steps involved in them, and we have four of them. They're already uh, to go. They're displayed. They're uh, in frames. You. Can hang them you can put them on your desktop you can put them wherever you want these are the type of flies that uh, after talking with the folks at the fly shop who know a heck of a lot more about them than me uh, you know these are flies that can go for like a thousand dollars on the resale market and we got four of them so my come check them out. yeah so <laughs> if uh, you out there in Sheridan media land listening on KROE or streaming us afterwards uh, are into really getting pieces of art uh, that relate to your love of fly fishing in the outdoors, man, it's a fantastic opportunity to come get some of those. So, uh, you know, as we like to say, uh, bound on over to Sheridan CLT, like communitylandtrust.org. You can RSVP there uh, and then come on out on Saturday, September 9th. All the fun starts at 6 o'clock uh, and we'll be out about 9. And everything that you just listed right there, that's all door prices. Uh, 
No, the door prize is the Wyo Rodeo tickets. Everything else is on either a silent or a live auction. Okay, okay. Uh, we also have some artwork. Charlie Walter here has put together a couple of amazing acrylics. They're absolutely beautiful and really, uh, really strike your imagination for what it's like here in rural Wyoming. We also have this incredible, uh, and you really have to like see this thing to do it justice. Brian Nix has uh, donated it and made this handcrafted American flag. Uh, you can, it's big and it's you can hang it in your office, you can hang it on your wall at home above the fireplace in a barn. It's made from 200 year old red oak. Wow. And so it's really, it's, you know, and I know, you know, as we're here in radio land, it's awful hard to describe it entirely, but I guess the best way to put it would be like, when you see it, you look at it and you go, oh, that's something. It It creates awe. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Like true awe. and it's the type of it's the type of work that you can tell uh you know brian put a lot of love and care into making it it's it's a signature piece it's a discussion piece uh wherever you have it and it's the type of thing that just kind of makes someone stand back and pause and you know maybe reflect on where you're at It, it it's an absolutely beautiful addition for anyone who wants it and that's going to be there too uh you know we have uh you know, uh, the Bighorn Polo Club has donated uh, a special tent uh, and a cooler full of uh, your favorite beverages uh, for up to six people uh, for an exclusive uh, day of polo. You have uh, some really cool opportunities for rides with uh, with the Bighorn Mountain, excuse me, with the Bomber Mountain uh, Bicycle Club. Uh, I believe, you know, if you like to get out there and ski, uh, you know, Megan, in addition to being a fantastic conservation director, also pretty good coach uh, with a set of cross-country skis, and she'll uh, get you out on the slopes. And uh, maybe I guess it's not so much slopes with cross-country skis. <laughs> get so, you out on the trail, cause, right? Cause, yeah. Rolling cause, hills. Yeah, because uh, clearly, uh, I mean, I'm not skiing unless it's directly into uh, fishing for me. Um, <laughs> Cross-country ski into a fishing hole, huh? Yeah, and a bidathlon. But, you know, you also have an opportunity to uh, experience something fishy in the bighorns, uh, which would be uh, talk to me, and we'll figure out where you want to fish, and we'll do our best to put you on fish. Uh, The group I had out, uh, we were able to do it this past June, and, uh, you know, it was a little tough up on the North Tongue trying to find fish. We did find moose. Uh, more importantly, uh, in a couple other spots we tried at, uh, we did get our fish, but we also found a pile of morel mushrooms. Oh, so, uh, score. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, score. So, you know, it, it's one of those things, uh, you know, any penny, every dollar really helps connect people here, whether that be through conservation and being able to help conserve local lands, ranches, wildlife habitat, clean water, open space. How valuable is that out here? Or it's helping get boots on the ground conservation projects going like what Rebecca has been doing, uh, looking for folks to do Z-Dyke projects. It's telling history tours. It's, It's how we can preserve and tell those stories of the past today so they're not forgotten tomorrow. And of course, it's how you connect people to the outdoors. You know, uh, 
Now, earlier in the program, you said you've heard from every level of elected officials mm-hmm. here in Sheridan County how vital those things are to, to helping improve our economy and our community. Uh, you know, we have more trails we plan to build and would love to build. Um, you'll be helping do that. But more importantly than that, you know, rather than supporting the economy, it's also about supporting about what makes our community so special and fantastic to live in. Uh, you know, I just... <laughs> Last week, uh, a couple of students I coached back in Pocahontas, Iowa, uh, brought their family out here for a family vacation to the Bighorns and had an opportunity to get out on Soldier Ridge Trail for a sunset hike on their last night here in town. Uh, and, of course, before that, we're up on Red Grade Trails and we're enjoying other places out in the mountains as well. You know, they, they really like Paradise Falls. You know, the reality is here in Sheridan County, wherever you live, you live in a place that people come to vacation. And it's because of convenient access to fun ways to connect to the outdoors, like our new trails on Soldier Ridge or Red Grade or anywhere that... And at any level. And at any level. Yeah. Uh, So, you know, many abilities can get out there and and get on those trails. They're what form what they're foundational to what makes this community so special and and why you want to call a place like Sheridan County home. And so if, uh, you know, you have some places you love in Sheridan County, come on out to In Bloom on Saturday, September 9th from 6 to 9 at Whitney Center for the Arts, RSVP. Uh, that's at Sheridan CLT, like communitylandtrust.org. And you know what? In addition to having one heck of a fun night, you just might get yourself wild. <laughs> <laughs> you never know if you're lucky enough. Uh, yeah, and those tickets are hard to come by. Uh, those uh, Once they get, uh, get uh, that site opened up, boy, they, they yeah. disappeared this year. So if you could already secure four tickets... I think that's uh, pretty substantial. Now, there's going to be a paddle raise to help raise these funds. Brad, for those who don't know what this is, what is a paddle raise? Paddle raise is uh, a cash auction. So say you have all the things you'd ever need in your life. Your house is full, you're happy and content, but you still like to give to the land trust that evening. What it is is a chance to pledge, I'm going to you know, contribute some a donation tonight. And, and it's... it's Enjoyable because you get to get recognition from your friends because it, the way we do it is you actually are raising your paddle and your number gets called out and it's also kind of inspiring too to see how many people do end up raising their paddle and contribute a little bit of something that evening to the land trust. Has there been huge turnouts in the past? We've had really good turnouts. Yep, yep, yeah. We've had good good speakers and just good enthusiasm for the organization. I think um, those two things combined plus maybe. You know, some free food helps as well. So. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we've been always pleased. The, the college has been fantastic to work with, and it's a nice space to host, host this type of event at as well. Absolutely. Plenty of room. Plenty of room. Uh, yeah. And the keynote speakers are always so articulate within their delivery. And I've interviewed one in the past, maybe two. Uh, but couldn't couldn't interview this individual this year. He's busy out doing exactly what he's going to talk about. So, uh, but just real quick, if you could just touch on the Wyoming Migration Initiative, which is one thing that he will be discussing. 
Yeah, it was formed. I probably won't do it complete justice, and I'm sure Matt can do a lot better job of it. Uh, so you can come uh, to InBloom and fact check me if you like. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was formed primarily to understand these very inspiring, very ecologically significant movements that uh, these wild game, these critters are doing across our landscape and understand where those pressure points might, might be within that movement. You know, where, is it, where can we make it a little bit easier for them to continue to thrive and do these truly inspiring uh, migrations every year for generations to come? Absolutely, and lose less on the highways, lose less to those fences. Yep. Uh, so I've, I've got a couple minutes left and, and I would just like to touch on what people need to do to make sure that they get a hold of you correctly. Megan, if someone out there was listening and they're like, you know, that conservation is something that I want for my land so that I can guarantee that this farm remains in place for, for generations to come, what do I need to do? Yeah, so they can always visit our website to get started. Um, anything they want to find is there. But they can also email me directly uh, my email is my first name, Megan, which is M-E-G-H-A-N, at SheridanCLT.org. They can also call our office phone. Um, they can even come into our office. We're right off downtown, and our door is unlocked during business hours every day of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Real quick, uh, Chris, one more time, when and where is In Bloom going to take place? That is Saturday, September 9th at the Whitney Center for the Arts at Sheridan College. Our Visionary Circle Supporter recession, Reception with Dr. Matt Kaufman starts at 6 o'clock. Uh, cocktails and hors d'oeuvres from 6.30. Our program begins at 7.30. We'll be out by 9. Most importantly, RSVP today at Sheridan CLT, like communitylandtrust.org, and we'll see you at in bloom presented by sheridan media i want to thank you brad i want to thank you megan and especially i want to thank you chris verba all the hard work uh he put in to getting everybody ready for this show and getting everybody in here and sitting with me for the duration of it thank you my friend well thank you so much <laughs> all right you've been listening to public pulse on 9 30 kroe at 103.9 fm sheridan Corporate Office Studio on 103.9 FM and News Talk.